Welcome to the Building Sustainably podcast, where we explore building high-performance, sustainable homes. Join us each episode to hear from top industry experts on green construction practices and innovative home designs with the core purpose of positively impacting people's lives. Here's your host, Tim O'Brien. Welcome to this podcast episode of Building Sustainably with Tim O'Brien Homes. In this episode, we're honored to have Gene Myers from the national award-winning Thrive Home Builders out of Denver, Colorado as our guest. Gene's team has been recognized as one of the more innovative builders across the country and someone that I have the greatest level of respect for. Uh, Our topic today centers around the Energy and Environmental Building Alliance, uh, which is also known as EBA. It's an organization that started about 35 years ago with a mission to support the nation's high-performance home builders through education and resources, as well as support the customers who buy or build these wonderful energy-efficient homes. Uh, Gene, again, it's an honor to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. So it's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, Gene, so to start this off, we just kind of want to, if you can give us kind of a brief history of EBA, the Energy and Environmental Building Alliance, kind of how it started and, and your involvement, and it would be great too. Well, you know, EBA got started as a convening place for the thought leaders in energy efficiency for houses. And, you know, back uh, 35 to 40 years ago, uh, people didn't know how to do it. And so uh, EBA brought together government, manufacturers and builders to kind of collaborate on how can we, first of all, what's the science that gets behind a better home? How do we build without the unintended consequences that some of us uh, experienced several decades ago with mold and other uh, issues? And uh, how do we then uh, transfer this technology from uh, the building scientists out into uh, the industry? And so it uh, actually started off as a collaboration uh, between builders and uh, investigators, uh, researchers in Canada and the U.S. So it's been a kind of a North American wide uh, effort all these years. And uh, I, I often say before there was Energy Star, there was EBA. And Energy Star really came out of uh, that group of thought leaders way back when uh, to come up with a program. Uh, that could reliably produce, regardless of climate zone, that could reliably produce uh, much better, more energy efficient homes. Then, uh, as you know, Tim, it, we got on the journey of Energy Star and Energy Star evolved and went from version one to two to three. And then I think there was a 3.1 and a 3.5. And, and then uh, eventually, uh, sort of the Beyond Energy Star program of uh, the Department of Energy Zero Energy Ready Home program uh, evolved. And uh, over time, elements of EPA water sense for water conservation and uh, EPA Indoor Plus were added to that to the program. So all along in this uh, whole journey, EBA was where everybody came together uh, to pull together training resources. Uh, EBA has uh, curricula for teaching builders on how to build high-performance homes. And uh, and also just to troubleshoot the programs as it was evolving and uh, kind of uh, come alongside the builders who were uh, implementing this high-performance building. 
So it's been a consortium of of both uh, government industry leaders, like you mentioned, and then even some building science. I know manufacturers have been involved too to kind of help support as we continue to build uh, you know more energy efficient homes. The f- real big focus first is how do we reduce the amount of of, of uh, air infiltration into a home? And as you kind of referenced uh, earlier there, and in, in, in your in your reply was more along the lines of that creates some other uh, different opportunities or different challenges, I guess is the better term for us when we tighten up these homes. And this is really just a great opportunity for the builders who participate in this high performance building space to not only learn from others, but collaborate with others. And that's been kind of the piece that I found really uh, beneficial in, in my journey with EBA. When we look at uh, what is EBA today, you know, what is the the mission and vision for today? Well, you know, a kind of a shorthand uh, for me would be uh, we have the technology. You know, we've got the national labs. Uh, that you're building homes that with uh, uh, design strategies and uh, proven technology that come out of the Lawrence Berkeley National Lab, the uh, National Renewable Energy Lab, Pacific Northwest National Lab, Oak Ridge. So we have this technology. And uh, what EBA has come to uh, evolve towards is that now we have the technology, let's properly disseminate it, and then let's come alongside the builders to make sure they're successful businesses. So here's the theory. If the whole purpose of the energy efficiency programs is to get better homes built in the country, Who's going to do that? It won't be DOE. It won't be the national labs. It won't be EPA. It has to be builders. And so EBA has recognized this uh, over the last four or five years that it's really our job to make sure that high performance builders not only have the technical tools, but also uh, the business tools necessary to be successful businesses to get better homes built in the country. And so that then has brought along this collaboration where at some point the national labs can't tell us how to run a better business. And we really find that we learn more from each other about the challenges of being high performance builders. And uh, if we can learn from each other uh, and collaborate, uh, that way we get to raise the bar on the not just building sustainable homes, but building truly sustainable businesses. Right. And I think that's a very good point that you made there is, is the there's the science aspect behind it. Right. The You and I both have an engineering background, so I know science and data is important to people like us. But not only to have those the access to the Department of Energy, DOE and the labs, as you mentioned, but to be able to share with each other. Right. Of things that we've learned through whether it's trial and error or whether it's through uh, local or regional talent that we might have in the building science world. And some of that kind of gets back to when we get together at conferences and we've got a summit here coming up in the fall. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the the intent behind the conferences. And I would love for you to share a little bit more, too, on what you guys are doing, what Thrive Homes is doing with the Zen Home this year, what that is, what that means and what's it all about. Well, so a year ago, we uh, scheduled an in-person summit uh, to be held in Denver. Uh, at the end of September and early October. And, you know, the world has gotten a lot more complicated uh, since that was conceived. And so we are uh, we're hosting a virtual summit 
most of these gatherings have become virtual. And, you know, I will say that uh, in the past, those face-to-face summits, that was our community, you know, that we go to IBS and we go to Pacific Coast Builder Conference and all the various conferences throughout the year. But it's our people, it's builders like us that show up at uh, the EBA Summit. And so uh, one can expect to receive the latest in the building science advances that uh, are going to be presented by people from NREL and the national labs. Uh, We can also get some great examples of what builders are doing around the country. We get to connect with uh, the up and comers uh, coming out of universities. with building science uh, degrees or high-performance building-related degrees, where we'll get to see the winning uh, entries in the housing. uh, uh, What are they? It used to be called a race to zero. Now I think it's it's part of the uh, solar decathlon. But uh, you get to see those great projects, and then we get to see great projects that uh, high-performance builders are doing all around the country with the Housing Innovation Awards. The EPA Indoor Plus Leader Award will also be given out to uh, the builders who are leading the charge in healthy homes. And surely in this uh, COVID world, uh, we, get, we get to connect the dots now between how a home can actually affect health uh, for ourselves and for our customers. And so um, the summit is just a, you can't miss this. If you are a high performance builder or you aspire to uh, learn more about it, uh, I would imagine that there'll be an awful lot of builders just really interested in getting to know how do we build healthier homes and how do we connect that to the sensitivities of our COVID customer, uh, as we call them these days. Uh, So, I would just really encourage people to uh, go to eba.org and take a look at the summit and uh, participate and join. And uh, that way you can become part of the conversation and, uh, and plug in to all of these resources that are out there. I think we've got like 40 presentations spread over. It's not going to be a marathon online conference. I've been to a sort of death by zoom uh, events here over the last few weeks. and. And months, and uh, these are going to be sprinkled uh, over a period of two weeks, so that we can continue to operate our businesses while trying to improve them. And then, so then, there's the ultimate Zen home. Uh, so uh, this isn't about uh, Eastern religion. Zen stands for zero energy now. And some years ago, we developed a series of homes called Zen, uh, primarily because. We felt that our customers uh, recognized by watching all of the cable shows on uh, home building that uh, zero energy was possible, but we didn't think that they grasped that it was actually feasible now for them. You don't have to be a millionaire. You can just buy uh, a home in your price range that will actually help pay for itself through uh, paying for its own energy. And so... Uh, we've evolved that uh, twice in the past, and this latest one is that uh, we actually built a demonstration home uh, along with EBA and the Professional Builder Magazine. I think it's going to be on the cover of uh, September or October issue of uh, 
Professional Builder Magazine. So if that uh, piques your interest, uh, Professional Builder came to EBA about a year ago and just said, we believe EBA is the future and we'd like to align more with EBA and the, the high performance builders that are in the EBA community. Could we do a demonstration home? And so We've got this house built just in time for the summit that's not happening in Denver <laughs> in person. And uh, I don't know if any any of you have ever done a demonstration home, but they can be complicated. And uh, but we got it done on time. And so uh, a great hats off to our our team that pulled that together. I didn't drive a single nail, just so you know. Well, that's great that we're we able we're able to get it done. And uh, even though. Granted, it's uh, you know a physical representation for the summit won't be there. It's I look forward to reading more about it. I know there's also uh, going to be some video components of it on the EBA website too, so uh, our listeners can go on EBA's website to learn more about uh, the Ultimate Zen Home and uh, what what Thrive Builders and uh, the EBA and the partnership with Professional Builder has done. Um, so, Gene, talk to me a little bit. How does EBA help? consumers? How does it support consumers? How can consumers learn more about the benefits of EBA and, uh, you know, what's in it for them, I guess? Well, you know, I I really think that uh, our industry has suffered with a little bit of greenwashing over the years where uh, builders have sort of created a label and then pounded their chests about how they met the requirements of that label. And uh, to me, EBA's always just represented the truth. Uh, and the facts and the science-based building practices to make sure that uh, our customers actually get the genuine article. And, uh, you know, one of those things, uh, as you know, is the HERS score. So the Home Energy Rating System score, and we've marketed that for years at uh, um, it's like the MPG sticker for a car, except that lower is better, like golf. And, uh, and, but really, uh, we, we used to have a marketing slogan that just said, don't buy a home unless you know the score, the her score. And so there really is an objective standard on the performance of homes. And it's a national and standard. I, and it's a national standard and it's scientifically based and it's, based on a rating of that house by an independent third-party rater. And customers really need to know that because they really shouldn't buy a home unless they know the score. And so that's where I think EBA cuts through the marketing and the advertising and the slogans and uh, delivers the facts uh, as they can best be determined uh, with the home energy rating. And for people who aren't familiar with that or builders who aren't familiar with it, I always say every home has a score. You know, if you just build to code, the code will drive a certain score for a home. And if you are out there marketing a high performance home, you'd better have an independent rating beyond code uh, that will help customers really evaluate how good is this house? And and for people who aren't familiar with it, I suspect most of your listeners are, but for people who aren't familiar with it, it generates this uh, half-inch thick report on every house that evaluates their tightness and the, the performance of the HVAC system and the uh, not only the design of the envelope, but how well was it executed. 
with uh, on-site testing of each house uh, for blower door tests to actually go physically test it. And as a builder, early on, I really felt like we needed to do this just for our own quality assurance. Mm, agreed. We're out here building in the open air with multiple crews, and we all know the challenges. And That's the last, how, last great handmade product in the world. And how do we know that that house, that specific house, really delivered on the promise that we sold to our customers? And so uh, I've, I have viewed the uh, HERS score not just as a marketing uh, benefit, but uh, also it helps me sleep at night to know that Every house we build meets these standards. And, uh, and you know, over time, Tim, you've experienced this, I know, and we've experienced that over time by operating your business that way, based on uh, verifiable, true third-party standards, you build a brand. Yes, you do. And that brand begins to have power. And that brand helps you when the chips are down and it helps you with your subs and it helps you with your customers. It helps you with your lenders and investors. And uh, it really is kind of a, it's kind of a, an indication, I think of just the basic integrity that, that high performance builders pour into every home they build. And it's a tangible uh, measurement that every home, the home that, uh, just closed this morning meets those standards. I think that's important what you said, Gene, about the integrity of a program and to have an accredited third-party program, a national program, one that uh, you can go and get a HERS score uh, from the state of Washington all the way down to the Keys of Florida uh, if you want to. And it's a program that's really gained traction uh, for, you know, in my, in, in my space, at least in the last 10 years, and I'm, it's been around a lot, way longer than that. But I think it's, it's really having an understanding is when consumers are looking for a home, the importance of really that third party accreditation. And to your point, to get away from the greenwashing that had been around for a while, um, is to really latch on to a national accredited program versus somebody saying, yeah, this is what we've done. This is our process. We don't charge you, so to speak, for a third party to come in, which you and I both know it doesn't cost that much more to have a third party come in. It's it's really peanuts at the end of the day. So, Gene, tell me, how does a builder get involved? Well, it's really easy. Um, just go to EBA.org and uh, there's a membership page there and uh, uh you know, really, membership's kind of a new thing for EBA uh, in past years. You just showed up, and if you showed up, you were you were part of it. But uh, uh, in this world now, uh, in order to access all of the curriculum that we have online, uh, the uh, EBA Learning Management System, uh, there are some very cool uh, certifications that uh, we've had our field people become EBA certified builders and EBA certified site supervisors. We have in the in development uh, EBA certified salespeople uh, and health certified salespeople. So uh, you go to EBA.org, you pick the level that you want to belong, and then that will open the door to all of these. Uh, assets that are out there on the web and then uh, ultimately in person. And I think I'd be remiss, Tim, if I didn't talk a little bit about our Builder Benchmark group. And Tim's a member. Um, 
we pulled together 10 or so uh, high performance builders from North America. We have a couple of Canadian builders and uh, builders uh, from all over the United States. And uh, this is where we get to go deep benchmarking our businesses and getting to know each other, building relationships. And that's where the true collaboration and sharing can happen. And so I would encourage uh, builders to contemplate plugging into a peer group like that, that can really help you with whatever the challenges of the day may be. We've spent a lot of time sharing about our, how do we operate in a shutdown and how do we operate through COVID? It's been a great back and forth with the group. I mean, that's one of the things about a peer group like this, and especially in this space of high performance building, is you have an opportunity to get together and we get together about once a month, once every other month, and we share uh, all of our resources and things that we do together, Gene. And and you were one of the founding members of really trying to get this going. So we're really kind of into our first year of the Builder Benchmark through EBA, but it really is a consortium of the high-performance builders that are looking to continue to advance and innovate in their space. And, you know, I really believe that, uh, I've said this at one of the meetings, that I think the best builders in the country are builders that are, are committed to continuous improvement. And some of the best high performance builders, I think, are part of that builder benchmark group. And, you know, I believe that the market is really ready for what uh, high performance builders bring to the table. I think this awareness of health in the home is uh, is really a, a terrific opportunity for builders that are already on the path to building healthy homes. Uh, and it all ties in, you know, health for the customer, health for the planet, and health for our businesses. And uh, that's really what EBA is about. But I would encourage builders to, to step one, get on EBA.org, click the membership button, and learn about EBA. Gene, I want to pivot towards the merger that just happened within EBA. We have two groups. We have a group Team Zero uh, that came together. Uh, and now merge with EBA. Can you tell me a little bit, what is Team Zero and how has that merger helped both EBA and Team Zero? So Team Zero uh, is an organization that's actually been around in one form or the other uh, for some time. It used to be called the Net Zero Energy Coalition. And it started in Canada, uh, but it's always been a a North American uh, group. And it started off very simply just by let's get an inventory of how many net zero buildings are out there on the continent. And then let's track that so that we can see how we're doing. And over time, uh, I've been really surprised at how many multifamily buildings are in that inventory. Uh, I don't think I know how to do a net zero uh, multifamily building, but clearly someone does because there are a lot of units that have have come on to kind of this population of of net zero buildings. And then uh, they wanted to also become a hub where uh, information and content could uh, come together and be kind of a one-stop shop for builders. Well, there was a lot of overlap uh, in my view. I was in on uh, some of the early uh, conversations at the old net zero coalition, and it struck me that uh, the content isn't the problem. We have content from the labs. We have content from manufacturers. And uh, 
what we needed was a way to sort through that. And, and I guess the term of art these days is to curate that con- content. And so uh, it just felt like, I think, for both parties that there was a, a, a real shared mission there and uh, that it would be more resource efficient, quite honestly, if we would just join forces and help each other uh, uh, meet these goals. And so right now there is a, a, a brand new census uh, being taken. It happens every two years of net zero buildings uh, uh, in the country. And I would encourage any of your listeners who have built net zero buildings that aren't on that registry to uh, go on to the EBA Team Zero uh, website and uh, follow the links to Team Zero, and that will follow. That will take you to a place to enroll your net zero buildings into that registry. And you know, in a way, it's it's just helpful to know how widespread the adoption of net zero technology is. But it's also a way to showcase the accomplishments of the builders who are out there building. Right. Right. Well, so that's a that's a great piece to have available for builders who want to get not only recognize for what they've done, but have that list of homes or multifamily units that have met that net zero energy mark. And um, as we continue to kind of more builders move into this space, it's an opportunity to really get a feel for how many of net zero homes are out there and what builders are doing them. So we can get a little bit more of a, again, another consortium, if you will, of builder peers that can get together. We could share more about lessons learned. And I think that's the one of the greatest things that I love about EBA is that people are willing to share um, and willing to take the time to sit down with you and understand kind of what direction you'd like to go and how can they help you get there. Um, Gene, one last question I have for you. We'll wrap up here. Why do you believe so strongly? in this organization. You've put a lot of your time into this over the especially over the last couple of years to kind of retool. You know, what's your driving force? What's your passion behind this organization? Why is it so important to you? Well, you know, I think that might be similar to a question of why do we build above code? Why does anybody do that, Tim? <laughs> you know, and and I know you do it. Why do you do it? And I think on some level, uh it's kind of an inner motivation to do the right thing and that uh, we have the technology to build great homes. Shame on us if we don't. Uh, And so I think I feel that way uh, about our business and I want our homes to be an example for the industry about uh, how we think homes should be built and can be built and can be sold to actual customers and we can have an actual business model that's successful in building above code. But also, I think it, uh, my motivation with EBA is uh, this is hard to do alone. You can't do it alone, I don't think. Uh, people ask me over the years, how do you start? And I say, well, number one, don't, do it, don't go it alone. Uh, pick a program that has resources that can support you. Find a good rater that will support you and help you make the nuts and bolts decisions of how to build your houses. And then ultimately uh, plug into a community of like-minded builders that can really help you because the risk is just too great, honestly, I think to, to go try this alone. And uh, so I, I, I really 
honestly admire the builders who make that choice. And EBA has been an opportunity to give back a little bit uh, to help those builders succeed. And, you know, Tim was on our National Housing Quality Award at Jury, so he know he knows the warts and all on Thrives. He knows that we're not the perfect builder by any means. But um, but I think all high-performance builders are special builders. And uh, I think the world needs us. I think the planet needs us. I think our customers need us. Uh, we're, we're in an industry dominated by really big public companies and really no judgment on them. They're, they're, the cards they've been dealt uh, are that they have to please shareholders above all. We private builders, we above code builders, uh, we get to do the right thing. And I believe we get to point the way uh, for the industry as we, we face these incredible challenges that we're facing in, in climate change and uh, in health and safety and the well-being of our customers. Surely now uh, that our customers have understood the importance of home, of being able to kind of defend their space. Uh, uh, to shelter, literally shelter in place in the shelter that we build for them. Um, surely this takes on a huge importance of national scale. And EBA is, is here to really help the builders uh, plug into that and hopefully advance the state of the art of building in the country. Well, Gene, I, I really appreciate it. What a great way to wrap up. Um, thank you so much. Gene Myers, Thrive Home Builders, Denver, Colorado. Gene, we really appreciate you coming on today. Well, Tim, you you said you respect Thrive. Tim O'Brien Homes is one of those uh, home builders I'd like to grow up and be like someday. So uh, it's been a great pleasure. I love collaborating with you and our Builder Benchmark Group through EBA. And I so appreciate uh, your service to EBA as well on the board and, uh, and helping EBA do what it does best. Thanks. Well, thank you, Gene. Thank you for tuning in to the Building Sustainably podcast. For additional information, resources, and inspiration on how to build your new high-performance home, head over to timobrienhomes.com. Building for the way you live.